I'm so close to having a PC. Are you? I fairly close. I need a fucking processor and a webcam for streaming and stuff, but I need a processor and probably a couple other little pieces to like really make it good. That'll be pretty cool. That'll be dope. Yeah. I just don't like... I'm gonna have to go through all my parts again, take a, take an inventory, make sure I got everything, and then see what I'm missing. I don't want to build it, not having everything, because I don't want to like build it and then be like fuck, and then have it sitting there like missing something, and not being able to fire it up and use it. That would be the worst. Is getting something fully built, being super like hyped for it, and then you go to start it on and. You're missing one thing. Yeah, exactly my point. <laughs> like, uh, like, okay, another thing I just realized I don't have. I still, I would still need to buy Windows, which is like a hundred some bucks. Yeah. So there's always this, there's always kinds of little shit like that. I'm sure you'll figure stuff out as you go. Yeah. You'll think of something. I know. I'll get it. Dude, I'm the king of rigging stuff, dude. Dude, my whole setup in here, I have fucking rigged it over and over and over again different ways. Yeah, because like you're right thinking shit each time. So my fucking mic is on top of, I have a uh, an Iron Maiden lunchbox and a um, quarter inch ratchet and socket set so that my mic is high enough. How did you think of that? Well, I knew it. I knew my mic needed to be closer. So I look around for whatever I can use and I use it. <laughs> Iron Maiden lunchbox. Oh, that's, I've had that since high school. <laughs> I think it's funny you chose a lunchbox out of everything you could have chosen. Well, it's square. It's got some decent stack to it. Sturdy. Yeah, it's got a good depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On Previously, I've used a paint can. I can understand that. Because I'm in the basement and the yeah. paint can was right over there. One gallon paint can. Yeah, it was a good stack. It was good, you know, 10 inches or whatever, eight, 10 inches. I did a... Uh, you, I think you saw my pictures on Instagram. I did some work to my... Oh, yeah, the soundproof, not proof, but... um. Yeah, I made some panels. I, yeah, the DIY sound panels. Yeah. Then I framed up some, uh, I had leftover lumber from like the wall behind me with the, all the pine board I built the wall with. I had leftover stuff and I was bored as shit. I did all vacation just watching the kids and doing nothing. And at, it sucks because like I would, I would have done a project, but like when you have no money, you can't do anything. So. I had. I, mean, I did all. I did the same thing. My vacation, except I didn't watch kids. I just chilled. Did nothing. Yeah. 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 That's what I was doing, man. But it's like I don't know. I can only sit and look at my phone so so many times. I can't. I don't like to like come down and like play video games that much during the day while the kids are awake because 
like I would just be like totally my attention would just be fucking lost in the game and then I would not pay attention to them at all so I like to find other shit to do I respect that doesn't, it you know doesn't need to like like something I can stop at any time you know what I mean yeah So I had a bunch of leftover of those pine boards and because the walls in front of me are the stone foundation, I was trying to think like, how am I going to put up the sound panels? And so I decided to like, I just like every so many inches I put like one of those pine boards going from the floor up to the ceiling with like, and it's like a gap off the wall. So like, it's like every 30 inches I have a pine board in front of the stone, like six inches out from the stone going up. And then I did that like all in front of me and down one side. And I'll probably do a couple more down my left side. And then along the top, right against like the, all the rafters up top, the floor joists, I did like a, a border face to cover just to make it look more uniform. And then I just hang the fucking sound panels off those boards. And I got uh, three made right now in front of me. And I got some wood. My mom had some of the exact wood I needed to make the frames for them. So I grabbed, she gave me that wood and I'm starting to make a couple more for like the sidewall next to me. At least you have a, at least you're able to like figure it out and actually put up some panels. Yeah. I saw a video on YouTube on how to make these DIY sound panel things. And I was like, oh, cool. And it was like, Fucking using uh, leftover towels, dude, and some cheap wood and like fabric. I was like, that sounds tit. Let's go. Yeah, and then you just made three. I did. I had the, I literally had the fucking frames built, dude, for like six months before I actually ordered towels and went for like, went ahead with it. They should have reason this time around. Uh, yeah. My plan was to go to like my local um, like thrift shop. We have like a a church run sort of like a thrift place in town where they just take like people just donate stuff that they're getting rid of. And then this place just like they're open like a few days a week and they just sell stuff for cheap. And I was like, that's where I'll go. I'll see if they just have like stacks of towels like get for fucking three bucks. Then I'll just wash them and then it's not like I'm using them. So it doesn't matter if they're used or not. I'll just wash away like bleach and then I'll be able to do the towels. But then like they're always open like middle of the day, middle of the week. And I'm like, I'm at work every fucking day. So so you just ordered some? I just ordered. Yeah. Like uh, Amazon had like a bundle of white basic like towels. I forget what they were called. 
but like the size was what I needed. So I ordered a stack of them and it was like the perfect amount to make three panels, which is all I had framed up anyways. Hmm. I mean, at least you, that's a pretty cool idea though. I should probably try doing that. Yeah. If you fucking need any help, just let me know. It's fucking I mean, not I have that a hard. decent amount of like sound absorption in my, by my setup anyway. But yeah. I might try and do that anyway, just to see if it helps it at all. Yeah. I mean, I the audio coming out of your mic doesn't sound bad at all for, especially for a headset. Yeah. I'm actually going to get a new mic coming up like actual mic. What you thinking? I'm not sure yet. I'm going to start looking though. The one I got was like a hundred bucks at Wally. <sighs> Hurdle just messaged back and said he might be able to do it tonight. <sighs> Fucking animal. So I what? said, what time tonight? With three question marks. Yeah, because maybe we can bang out two Epis. That'd be fucking dope. And then just, well, just post one and then post another one later. Then we can get, then we can kind of like get caught up and get that content flowing, baby. Yeah, readjust ourselves after the vacations and holidays. Mm hmm. Yeah. My buddy came into work uh, yesterday and brought me his Xbox Elite 2 controller that he got for Christmas. Why? Just to show me. Oh, I thought you, and, I thought you were uh, saying he was giving it to you. I was like, Why? No, he just brought it in to show me. And uh, okay, yeah, right. I fucking, I do. That thing is so fucking nice. It's not even funny, dude. It's It's weird. I feel weird talking about it like this, but it's literally fucking wicked nice. Like, you know, when you like you handle something quality and you can yeah. just tell you can feel it. Yeah. This thing was fucking dude. If you have like it's it's as heavy as two of my PS4 controllers. It feels like that's that's a heavy controller. Yeah, dude. And the thing has uh, the fucking thumbsticks. Everything comes off of the controller. Like the thumbsticks come off. The thumbsticks have adjustable tension. So like. That I like. I like the. Um, you could customize the tension of how hard it is to move <clears throat> it. And then the triggers have uh, three three settings of, of trigger travel. So you can just have it open. You can have it halfway. You can have it like almost nothing. So it's got like adjustable trigger stops built in. It's got, it's just, and it's the controller was like matte black, almost looked like carbon. It was like gorgeous looking. And the buttons were like a, like a silver. It was just fucking, or like a, champagne i don't remember exactly but it just looks so fucking nice dude and i just remember thinking to myself oh fuck dude when i get a pc i'm gonna have to spend another 180 dollars on a fucking xbox elite 2 controller oh <laughs> uh, turtle said um real quick he said could be on in short order 
Damn. Let's bang out the rest of this app real quick, do a short one, and then we'll get one in with Hurdle. Sounds good. All right. Give us the life update. Well, let me get a little, let me do a throw a little intro in here. Everybody, welcome back. Collectivate episode eight. I'm the host, Tegan. Sorry for rambling earlier. Um, here with my co-host, Jay, who's fucking coming off of a fucking hibernation. Yeah, two-week vacation. Motherfucker. He slept all all vacation and instead of looking for jobs. No, just kidding. I slept most of the vacation. <laughs> I don't blame you, dude. I, I'm like that in the winter more so. It's like fucking... It just makes you want to fucking do nothing. At least it does for me. Yeah, because you don't have to go to work, so there's no motivation to like be productive. Yeah, you like you I think I feel like wintertime like just kinda like drains you in general. And then on top of that, you get time off and like not only do you just want to like catch up on rest because it's your vacation, like you kinda wanna take it easy. I'm not saying like you sleep all the time, but you know, you you sleep longer. And you don't rush to do anything. Like you just kind of do everything at your own pace. But if you're already tired on top of that, and then you're also tired because it's winter, it's like double tired. Yeah, because it's hard to motivate. I don't know, like being cold all the time too. Like that sucks. Dude, cold makes me fucking sleepy. And I didn't know that like when I was younger and I worked in the ski area. I would literally not want to go outside. Like I was just like, I would just like every chance I could, I would just be like, I need to stop and sit and like, and go inside. I was just tired. It just was like, I love the cold. I absolutely love the cold. I don't get it. I, I like, I guess if I was like doing something I was having fun with and I could like be warm about it, like be warm while doing it. I like, I don't mind it if I'm prepared for it, but like going to the ski area and just being cold and my hands and feet get so cold so easily. And like when you work at a ski area, you're not doing anything like I was just, my job was basically like babysitting like a one trail. So it just ends up being boring and cold. And then I don't think I haven't gone skiing. I've been snowboarding, but I don't think I've gone skiing. Yeah. Well, same thing, man. Pretty much. Yeah. I ski my whole life. So it's not like, it's not exciting at that point. Like it's just, it's just like. It's like hard. It's like hard to motivate yourself to get all this shit on and then get on a chairlift before the mountain opens. There's nobody around. Make sure everything's set up. Do a little bit of maintenance and then I don't know. I just want to go back indoors, dude. (laughs) But I don't know. It was also shit pay and it was dumb. So that didn't help. And you like kind of worked by yourself. So it was like a nightmare. Yeah, it's, that's, I can understand the working by yourself. 
I do that on a daily basis. Oh, kills me. But then I listen to like um, uh, this guy on this guy does a podcast. He's like a fuck. I forget his title, but he's like a Stanford professor, scientist, doctor guy who does like biology and stuff like that. And he talks a lot about sleep and like your body's systems basically. And one of the things that one of the big things that he said about like helping get better sleep is, is like you have to cool your, your body goes through like temperature cycles. That's one of the things that actually sets your clock. It's one of them is light. One of them is temperature. There's a couple of things, other things too, but those two things were big. He said, so like if you're having trouble sleeping, he's like, you got to like get away from screens, specifically blue light, but screens in general are bad. Um, so like when the sun goes down, it's like biological for us to like wind down to sleep and getting away from screens, blue light is one of the things to help you fall I asleep. Sleep. I sleep so good with my, I, I have a box fan yep. right next to my bed. Some year white round. Noise. So a little bit of noise yep. and the coolness. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. And then, yeah, that's another thing he said is like temperature, like, and it's, it's, it's kind of natural. Your body will start to cool down when it's like nighttime, like naturally, unless you do something else that heats it up, but making sure like you allow your body to cool down and like wherever you go to sleep is also cool will help you fall asleep and stay asleep. Oh, I have no problem falling asleep and staying asleep. It's just like, it sucks during the day when we were talking about this earlier, when you get home from work, you're tired, you can take a nap and then you wake up and you're still fucking tired. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. That happened to me yesterday. I took a nap when I got home from work yesterday. Dude, I woke up. I was even more tired. I woke up super hungry, super thirsty. So I had some food and some water and then I just knocked right back out until I woke up for work this morning. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck dude. I've, I, I know a little bit about being hungry. I had some fucking weed juice the other night, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I, it was like 1030 dude. And I was like hungry as fuck, dude. And I just went upstairs. I had like one of those, uh, you ever have like one of those yakisoba bowls? It's like a ramen, but it's like a different one. Yes. Yeah. I have one of those and it was Korean barbecue flavor. So I fucking heated that some bitch up and then I fucking heated up a double, like a paper plate with two layers of chips with melted cheddar and uh French onion dip, dude. And I just fucking plowed through the fucking yakisoba <laughs> and a fucking plate of chips and French onion dip. And it was like, by the time I was done all this whole fucking process, it was like 1130. I was getting ready for bed. You ever get home from work and you just start eating random foods because you're just starving? I Yeah, I have. Like, especially if I, um, if I, some, like once in a while, I just won't get lunch at work. Like whether it's like a deadline or I just like, even every once in a while, like I'm just 
working and like I'm motivated and I'm in the zone and like I'm very focused on it and like I have no problem not eating like it the time just kind of goes by and I'm like I'm getting shit done and I'm focused and like I don't I just didn't feel like I had to eat kind of and it just goes and then all of a sudden like you know end of the day comes and like you start to realize you're hungry as shit and then I get home and it's like start making dinner for the kids and I'm over here fucking eating fucking 17 different things while I'm cooking them fucking actual food, dude. <laughs> I'm like, I'm eating a hot pocket while I'm fucking cooking something else. Dude, Dude, it's always, it's foods that never go together. Mm-hmm. You just start eating random oh, yeah. shit. Dude, I will, I will make a meal out of leftovers of like f- three or four different types of food. Like yep. the other day I had... Uh, I had macaroni and sauce and leftover crab rangoons with duck sauce and hot mustard. Wow, crab rangoons are so good. I don't care dude, what anybody so says. so fucking good, dude. <laughs> I don't understand why, but dude, I could eat those things all day. God. Whenever we get Chinese food, which we don't get it too often, but whenever we do, I spend like 60 bucks, dude. And I eat it for like four days. Just... <laughs> Uh, pork fried rice, rangoons, and like they have this homemade hot mustard at the place I get it from, dude. Makes me fucking cry, and I love it. Hot mustard, <laughs> but dude, I have to order Chinese after this, dude. Do you do you like spicy food? Yes, depends on what it is, but yes. Okay, see, I. I I do like spicy food, like buffalo stuff and shit like that. And it's weird because I don't really like buffalo style stuff, but I'll eat spicy food. I don't know. It's just a taste thing for me. Yeah, no, that's fair. But like, yeah, I I would typically like love buffalo, boneless buffalo tenders or whatever, buffalo dip or buffalo this or whatever, like and other stuff too. But I'm just saying like, that's like the kind of, Thing that everybody kind of can get behind for the most part and I, I i still like it like it's good but i can't eat that stuff anymore because i found out that that in particular uh cause it like it does something in my throat dude it gives me like wicked thick mucus to the point where like if i eat it on a regular basis i like if I keep doing it for too long, I will like chronically have to like clear my throat. Like it's always, I don't I feel like a smoker or something like there's always something in my throat and I'm always constantly just like, <clears throat> like trying to clear it out. So something about that shit does it to my throat. And the other thing that does it is fucking toothpaste. Huh? Like, if I just brush my teeth with regular toothpaste, if I did that like regularly for a few days, it would start, it would start happening again. And it would be, it just like the mucus in the inside my throat gets like super thick and it just like clings to the inside of my throat. So I have to buy a special toothpaste. That's not minty. I don't think I've ever heard that before. It's weird, right? Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever heard that before. I 
I, I don't know what the fuck it is, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> I literally have no idea. And I, I do like spicy food, but I just stay away from it now because of that. I'll eat it here and there, but I won't eat as much as I used to. And not nearly as often. But the one thing that I can, I haven't tested it like long-term, but like the spicy mustard shit that I'm talking about, it's not the same as like spicy peppers at all. Like it doesn't burn your mouth. It burns the fucking peak of your fucking back of your nose. That sounds horrible. Yeah, but listen, man, it hits, it hits like, it hits fucking hard, makes your eyes water, and then it fucking goes away immediately. You know what I you know what I do kind of fuck with though is is certain hot mustards and sriracha sauce. I like sriracha too, but that's that falls into like my throat issue. But it is good once in a while. But I think you got to try this the hot mustard thing. I don't know what you have around you, but so the mustard I'm talking about it's it's you know it's pale, it's slightly yellow. There's, but there's there's almost no flavor to it, dude. Like, it's not like the mustard you get in, at the store. It's it's closer to like wasabi. If I have the option to try it, I, I guess I will. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be opposed. I don't know. I can't I can't think of any place I've ever like seen it like buyable at a store. Atlas, I haven't found one that I could buy, I should say. The only place I've ever really had it is from that place. And wasabi is very similar in the way it works. But it it just literally, I put like, I put my Rangoon in the hot mustard. And then I put the whole thing in like some duck sauce. So like the flavor of duck sauce on my Rangoon. And then I eat it usually like half of a Rangoon at a time. And then if I put a little bit too much of the mustard on it and I get it in my mouth and I'm chewing it for a second, the mustard, it's like two, like you'll take two chews, dude. And then the mustard like flares up, dude. And it fucking stings in the back of your nasal and your eyes will water and you'll like wince a little. But I swear to God, dude, by the time you finish chewing the food, it's gone. That's interesting. It's really, dude, and I I don't know how to explain why I like that, but I love it. <laughs> and it doesn't like, you know how like spicy like buffalo or sauce or anything like that, like that should like burn your lips and your tongue. This stuff doesn't do that at all. So it must be a different receptor or whatever, but I don't know, man. I can't get enough of it. You got it addicted and you're addicted to it. It's just cool. It's just a cool sensation that like it, it's not regular. It's not like you don't get it often. Like, you know, how some pains feel good. Oh, you know, what's the best is when you have little cuts on your hand and you use hot water. <laughs> I, I don't know. That shit to me is like a paper like- cut. 
like like dry skin or a paper cut, like little tiny oh, yeah, cuts. Yeah. It just stings. All oh, that sting though with the hot water is great. I typically wash my hands in hot water. Like I'll just turn on just the hot water faucet and I'll get my hands wet and I'll put soap and I'll be scrubbing it or whatever. And then by the time I'm done like scrubbing my hands and I go to rinse, the hot water is now hot from running for a second. And it's like warming up as it goes. So like I can rinse my hands off mostly while it's just like, you know, fairly hot. But then like by the end of rinsing, it is like reaching its peak hotness. And then I like, I'll just like keep my hands in as long as I can. Cause they're just fucking heating up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's like the best though. It feels amazing. And then like, I just do it. And then I do it to the point where. It's it's just hot enough to where like like I gotta pull my hands out and then it still stings for like a, a second or two after I pull them out. That's how hot the water was. Dude, hot showers like that too, where it's just stinging just a little bit. I do it, yeah. I build it up. I get in when it's like normal, and then when I get in, I just bump it up incrementally until it starts to burn. You ever get in and it makes your back itch? No, I don't think I've ever done that. Oh my god, you never like hit your back with like hot water, and then I don't like think enough to make it itch. Oh, I'm talking. It's almost like um, I think it's like a shocking. It's like a shock. The if the water's hot enough, when you immediately get into it, it like burns for a second. It has to be some sort of shock. And then it like starts to itch, but it goes, it goes away like quickly. It's, you know, it's just hot water, but I don't know what that is, man. Hot water is just great. It is dude. A hot shower is fucking dope. What else we got? What's, what's, uh, when are you going to buy this bow you've been talking about? I don't know. They're fucking expensive. Dude, I have to get. So with a bow, with the compound bow, you, if you hunt, you need a rangefinder. If you don't have one, and yeah, I want to get a new one. Um, and a lot of bows where I'm at don't have everything with it, so I would need to get a scope and a stabilizer, or I would have to, if it does have it, I would have to get one that's like up to par with what I like. Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah. You don't want to go cheap and then like have to upgrade again. Like you're just spending more at that point. Yeah, and then like finding your draw length and your brace height that you like with certain bows. Like you can't find like certain bows. Like I'll like a bow, but then like the brace height or the draw length, I'm not too crazy for. Yeah. So and rather than just like having it fixed, I'd rather just get one that's already a lot closer to what i like i wonder if you should look around a little bit bigger radius and try to find a uh a real good archery store that will fit you up i might see if i can order like some of it i think i think if you're that if you're that serious about it you might be better off going in person yeah because right now i just have i have a bass pro and i have a cabela's that's about it. Yep. 
I don't know much about that stuff, but like I could, I mean, I understand completely, but knowing like what you want and you want it to be right. When you care about stuff, you know what I mean? You want it to be nice. Yeah. You, and especially if I'm spending, you know, yeah, if you're spending a lot anyways, you don't want to spend a lot and then hate it. Fully understand that and finances. Oh yeah, it's a nightmare. It's awesome Sucks. being middle class. Did you get anything good for Christmas? Did I? Uh, we went pretty simple this year. It's hard to shop for each other because, like, everything we, like me and my wife, everything we want is like specific. You know, when you're an adult, it's like your bow. Like, you're not going to tell your girlfriend to buy you a bow. No, God, no. You know what I mean? You can't. Like, I feel like as you get older, that's like when you start getting like picky about your specific things you want. And uh, so like my wife's like, well, what do you want? And she told me some stuff she wanted and I found something for her. And then she's like, well, can you give me some ideas? Because I don't know what to get you. So I just literally sent her a link of the exact thing I wanted. I mean, that's and the best way to do it, it because if the, if you get it, you already know. Yes. And I'm getting this. Um, I had her give me, uh, buy me Ram sticks for my PC. Oh, there you go. So I got the exact one I wanted and it was like the same price as what I bought her. So it was fine. So that's all, basically all I got. I mean, we did like a family dinner at, at my house, a small one. Wasn't too crazy. It was fun though. The kids got way too much fucking garbage. That's gonna go in a landfill soon. <laughs> Give it a year. I hate it. I hate it. <sighs> they don't fucking appreciate anything, anyways. You know. No, they just they're excited this Christmas. Yeah, you get them a bunch of stuff, and then half of it ends up fucking under the couch for fucking a month and a half. And then, oh, they break it within the first month. Yeah, some of it breaks. Some of it ends up fucking behind the TV or under a couch. They don't know where it is, and they don't even remember losing it. So it's like, oh, cool, good thing we got that. But you know, normal shit. <sighs> Man, oh, I got a new car. Oh, did you? I don't know if I talked about this. I might have mentioned it previously, but I sold the truck a while back. Um, so what kind of car did you I, go with? I got a Lexus. Um, Damn, okay. The old one, though. I mean, um, they're still so pretty yeah, nice now. Yeah, well, I sold the truck, and then I, I went Craigslist shopping, which was a fucking pain in the ass when like, my wife works during the weekend when my day's off, and... Um, when you have three kids, like going to go, first of all, going to look at cars when you don't have a car, pretty tricky. Yeah. Cause you got to find um, a way to get there. Yeah. And like, you need two people because if you end up getting the car, you need to come back with it. So I ended up like my mom ended up helping me out. She came and drove me. So like I went looking for cars on Craigslist with three kids in the back, which is not fun, but 
Um, I found this, found this one like a couple hours away. Um, it's a 07 Lexus IS250, all wheel drive, small, probably like the size of a Corolla, maybe. Because the Lexus is just a Toyota, basically. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad looking car. No, it it has the look. It looks good. I mean, I'm picky. I'm not going to buy some fucking. I could have bought anything, but I was certain I wanted all wheel drive. And I was pretty set on either like a Subaru or a Lexus. Um, How much was it? I paid three grand. Uh, I had 182,000 miles or something like that. Um, it's got an unpainted front bumper and a mismatched trunk and rear bumper that so I was fixing it had been like it had been like bumped in the rear end and then the people that had it went like to a salvage place and bought a trunk and bumper different color um so I bought it for three grand and I've put three grand into it as far as parts and and repairs I had to repair the entire exhaust or replace the entire exhaust that sucks. How much was that? Like, I found a lot of it on. I found almost all of it on eBay, so it wasn't too bad. I I think I spent before before um, it started getting worked on. I had bought eight hundred something dollars of parts that I ordered from like eBay and shit like that. And then you know we had to while it was being worked on, we had to order a few other things. Um which I had them order like factory parts at that point because like one of the things I tried to get online wasn't the right part. And at that point it's like, well, if I'm going to keep getting stuff online, I'm just going to just get it through the factory because then we'll know it's the right part. So a few more parts added onto that bill, but yeah, replace the exhaust did some alignment work to it, got new tires. Um, so basically my, I think my shop bill was like two grand and I had spent, you know, close to a grand on the parts I ordered on eBay and stuff like that. So I'm into it for about six right now. And it's just a little bit more work to do, but it's still running and fine. Um, but it's fucking sweet, dude. It's fucking got all-wheel drive, four winter tires, sunroof, uh, navigation, dual climate control, heated and air-conditioned seats. That sounds awesome. Dude, it's fucking dope. The only thing is, it's just small, so it's a nightmare with the car seats. But it's fucking not a payment, so... And I got lucky, man. I sold my truck and made money. So, how much did you sell that for? Oh, God, I forget the total, but I I came out with like close to ten grand. Damn, that's like pretty good, like sale price. Yeah. Well, dude, shit luck. 
I got a good deal when I bought it because I worked there first of all. And second of all, it was like beginning of COVID. So like it was pretty easy to get a deal. And then when I sold it, nobody has inventory. So fucking uh, book value of the truck is fucking high, dude. So I basically had it for a year. Dude, you can get like, they're like stretching loans out at dealerships to like oh, yeah. forever. Seven. Seven years, eight years. It's like eight years, I think I heard is like 60. No, not even. That's like an that's average. not necessarily better months. for you, but it does help you afford it. It's like 84 months financing at this point. Like, yeah. Some of them even offer 96, which is even crazier. Dude, that's not good though. Just saying. No. The it's amount not of interest good. that you pay. It ends up being the same, but what I'm saying is, is it's not good. That's not a good indicator of our financial, our economic system. The fact that, the fact that they're willing to take risks, the fact that they're making it, the fact that they have to make it to do that, to get people financed, is not a good sign. That just means that most of the people that are buying the cars fucking can't afford them. Yeah, because our economic system is fucking in the gutter. That's what I'm saying. Like, if everybody was in a better situation, then fucking regular, like, shorter financing would be better for them and for you. Like... Either way, dude, a lot of these like loans that you get, a lot of them are front loaded. So like you're paying whatever payment every month, but like the first payment is almost all interest. Yeah, because a lot of the times what they're doing now too is they're like letting you skip the first month. Oh, they'll give you a deal. Yeah, like first yeah. month is free or you don't pay for six months or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have all that interest at the end. Well, I don't know how. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how that works, but maybe. But what I'm saying is either way, even if they don't offer you that deal, the interest, the sliding scale of the interest is front loaded a lot of the times. So you may pay on the thing for six months and your principal doesn't go down for shit because of the sliding scale of the interest. They're collecting as much of the interest as they can up front on some deals. You have to be careful. I mean, that's you have to be careful. You had to be careful before, so I can only imagine now because I haven't been really been to a dealership in a while. Dude, it's there's so many things to understand, and I would never understand any of it if I haven't worked at a dealership for ten years. Like, yeah, it's they just they just don't tell you either, which is even worse. Well, yeah, it's like their job's not to tell you, <laughs> you know. It sucks because everybody that works that's that's working there, even if it's the nicest fucking salesman in the world, but like between the sales manager, the salesman, and the finance person, every single person there is making money based on commission. So do they have your best interests at heart? A lot of them don't. Some of them do. Some of the good ones do their best. If if they really want to do it for a long time, 
because there's been some salesmen that I've seen that worked um, at the dealership I work at that had worked there for a long time. And there is one dude in particular who was like constantly selling cars to return customers because he left such an impression that they would come back every time they needed a car or wanted a car and just buy from him. And he would just, and like, where like the new car salesman is like calling all these uh, leads where every people go online and look it up or they call and ask questions. And like, they get like a list of people to like call back and see if they're interested. Like these people are chasing down leads. Whereas like this guy who's been doing it for 20 years just has fucking people coming back and just trading in and buying from him again because they like him. He had a made. Yeah, he did it right. He took care of his customers from the get-go. Built up a, a stack my, of... Uh, my car salesman, when I got my truck a couple years ago, was actually like phenomenal. Nice. So I lucked out. Yeah, there's good people out there. Just a shitty system that... That's just another indicator of our economic system where like the salesman is just worried about making the sale to make a paycheck because nobody has any money. But what can you do? Just bitch about it on a podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do much anymore. Uh-uh. Yeah, so I got the new car. Got the new fucking hot rod, dude. It's a it's hideous nice color, too. Let me fix it up. What color is it? It's like powder blue, dude. Oh, God. With a black bumper and like a charcoal metallic rear trunk and bumper. But I'm going to plasti dip it in the spring, I think. You know what that is? I want to plasti dip. I do. I, uh, I'm i thinking about plasti dipping my emblems on my truck. Oh, yeah. I, d- I did that on my last truck. My last truck was a Silverado work truck. So like... The grill and all the bumpers are black. The mirrors are black. The handles are black. You know what I mean? There's no fancy stuff on it. And, but the, uh, the emblems were just chrome, like the regular chrome emblems. So I wanted, I just, I flat blacked them to match the rest of the truck. My truck right now is like a dark grayish. Yeah. So I'm thinking about like doing it black so that way it looks a little better than the chrome. Yeah, it's super easy to do. It just takes like a nice warm day. If you're like doing some chores or shit outside, you can do it fucking easy. Yeah, from what I was looking at, it doesn't look like it's hard. It's not at all. I would get a little bit of tape and tape like the very outside, like tape a box around the the nameplates and shit and shit yeah don't want to be getting that shit on my nameplates no like like whatever model the car is what it says that's a nameplate i was thinking like you meant like the license the license no 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 like the the correct like the correct name for like like the silverado letters is a nameplate what they call it i didn't even know that yeah so like your front grill with like the the uh, the brand would be uh, an emblem, 
and then like all the wording like Silverado and then whatever fucking package or whatever would be called a nameplate. I learned something new today. Yeah. Well, yeah, dude, that plastic up shit super easy. You get like a rattle can of black, throw like a square box around whatever word that you're spraying. Maybe, maybe like a little bit of scrap paper or something just to like make, so you don't overspray on stuff. Not that it's a big deal either way it comes off. But then you just like do a coat, um, go in from like an angle, right? Like go in from like the left angle and like do a coat nice and even. Yeah. And then wait, whatever. I forget the directions, but like wait a few minutes, I think. And then go in for your second coat and go in from the opposite angle and do a coat. And then wait, whatever time it tells you to wait. And then the next coat, go like from the top, do another coat, just like at a topward angle. And you want to do like five or six coats if you can. Yeah, I'm going to have to wait till it's warmer because it's literally like 15 degrees right no, now. No, you want it. Yeah, war- you want it warm for sure. But yeah, you do like five or six coats. And then um, on your last coat, You'll kind of want to um, do it fairly wet and even, but try to hit it from like all angles. So like try to spray. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Try to spray like, remember I told you like hit the different angles. Yep. You hit the different angles so that you make sure that you get the color on the different edges of it. Oh, that makes sense. That way you have like inside the letters and from like yeah, the left yeah. side, you don't want to see any chrome on the edge. You know what I mean? So you cover all the angles, but on your last coat, you'll want to do a nice wet, even coat, but you'll want to hit like maybe do like a good coat going from one side and then go back and do it again from the other side, then go from the top and the bottom to try and get the whole thing uniformly wet with one more coat and what it does is it when you spray it on to the stuff that's been drying underneath it kind of reactivates it because it's going to like bite into it again because it's the same product so when you do that by making sure you hit all the angles again before it dries completely you can peel your tape off the outside if you do it carefully without it like um, pulling at the stuff that you already sprayed on because it'll soften up what's already on there. I did not know that. I'm just, we're learning about, uh, learning about cars today, guys. Sorry. (laughs) I don't care. The more you know, the better. Yeah. So like when you put that last coat and it reactivates the, the stuff that's already on there, it'll be easier to, pull like your out your tape off the outside without it um because it will technically it'll probably like start to like connect from the actual emblem onto your tape right or like onto the car or whatever so like when you try to peel if it's really dry it'll want to peel not only the stuff on the tape but it'll want to start it'll it'll stay connected to the letters and it'll start to peel the letter 
Yeah, we don't want that. No. So like on that last coat, when it's still a little bit wet, you want to try and pull um, like your outside off. Just get that out of the way. And then like when it's actually dry, you just pull the uh, the stuff from in between the letters with like a plastic tool or something. And like once you get it loosened up and you can grab it with your fingers, you'll just like pull straight down slowly along like the panel. And as it stretches, it'll literally like cut itself out. It'll like pull itself right off the letters. It's pretty sweet. I'll have to watch videos on this, but this. Yeah, there's some good I videos. From like, I learned from like seeing it. Mm-hmm. But no, that's like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, I can send you some links. That's I've, I looked up a bunch of it. Yeah, if you don't mind. All right. What else? You want to hit a Florida topic? Or are we going to hold that off to the next episode? Um, we can hold it off to the next episode. I feel like it'd be funny. All right. All righty, all righty, all righty, all right. Well, we're going to do a short one today. We didn't have any good topics. We Both of us have just been shut-ins for the last week or so. So, been busy. Very um, busy. You have anything you want to plug? Um, just my usual stuff. Link tree is going to be in the description, but got the Twitter. Please join the Discord and, and feel free to review on Apple Podcasts. Ah, wait, wait, wait. Spotify has review now. Does it? Okay. So yep. uh, not review, too. ratings. Spotify has ratings. All right. So rate us on Spotify. Give us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. And please join the Discord. Absolutely. Feel free to reach out on any of the social medias, too, if you want to to chat. To chat with yeah, us. We're always down. Um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Whiskey Sticks. Um, I got a new social media platform called Getter, G-E-T-T-R. It's basically like a Twitter copycat, but they don't censor people as badly. So I joined that because I'm a freedom guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, same name on there at Whiskey cool. Sticks. Um, Twitch.tv slash Whiskey Sticks. If you want to see me play games, swear a lot, drink beer, uh, get competitive, talk trash to people that aren't listening to me. Um, Instagram. At, at whiskey sticks I think anyways I'll put it in the links in the description um yeah that's all I got till next time alright peace out toodaloo bitches